Hello, welcome to the second episode of the podcast Book Talks with Didi. I am Didi, your host. I want to welcome you and I want to thank you for listening in today. Today we are going to be talking about this book uh, called Emotional Intelligence Mastery Bible, Seven Books in One. It's written by Brandon Cooper. I have to divide the podcast into two sections because the book is so extensive. It's got so much content, so much juice in it. So so much so that I have to have two episodes. So this is the part one uh, of the podcast regarding this book. First, before we dive in, I want to greet you. I want to ask, excuse me, I want to ask you how you're doing. What are you doing right now? Are you driving? Are you laying down in your bed all comfy? Is there a fireplace there? Can you feel the fire crackling? Are you in your car driving somewhere important? Just remember to slow down. Don't get any tickets on your way to wherever you're going. All right. Okay. So we're going to dive in here. I'm not going to, you know, just give you word per word what the book said. This book is has too much content for me to cover under 25 minutes. So I try to make my section to be at least under 25 minutes. So it it just has too much content. So I really encourage you to get it and read it. If you're not <clears throat> if you're one of those people that's really busy um one thing that I always recommend is audiobooks. I actually just listened to the audio myself. I didn't read it. I I love Audible. I really think they should start sponsoring me now. But I love Audible. Anyway, they're the ones that um that I use to listen to all these audiobooks and uh and you know and make my podcast based off of what I've what I've learned. So basically all we're going to talk about is what stood out to me, what I've learned. So what stood out to me might not be what stand out for you, so I do recommend the book uh to read it. Okay? So we're going to dive in here. We got a lot to cover. Uh the first thing that I want to do is just define emotions. We all have them. We are so incredibly emotional. I don't care who you are. You know, I don't care how strong you think you are deep down, no matter how tough a man or woman is, we are emotional creatures. So what are those emotions? You know, Google defines emotions as your natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. It is an instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge you know reasoning not meaning that we're not actually as rational as we like to think you know when growing up we're saying that animals are not rational and that we're rational but i really don't think human behavior sometimes is all that rational um anyway so we're gonna dive in here 
One of the things that stood out for me is the concept of delayed gratification. Okay, he was uh, saying there was a study uh, that was taken, I think, in the seventies or sixties. I don't remember the years. You have to read the book to find out if you're really interested in that. I'm not. What really stood out for me, the point I'm trying to make is they did this research, right? It's called the marshmallow effect or something like that, where they put kids in the room and they left them some marshmallow they left marshmallows in front of them and they said uh, the researcher said we're gonna leave the room if you don't leave if you don't eat your marshmallow when we come back we're gonna give you two more another an extra marshmallow basically basically to see if they will be able to wait for the second one right so there are some kids that as soon as the researchers left the room they started eating the marshmallow as you can imagine but there were some other kids that actually didn't they distracted themselves they fidgeted around they stood up and walked around the room they played with other stuff until the researchers came back and they got their extra marshmallows so fast forward 40 years later um they checked in on those individuals and you know what the ones that waited to get their second marshmallows are recorded they they had more um more of a successful life they were healthier they were in better shape they were in better relationships they had better careers they just had a much more better view overview of life you know so basically to delay gratification in order to uh, get a better and higher reward later. For example, if you have an assignment that's going to be due uh, on Monday, right? And you decide to go party on Sunday night and you haven't really started on your project. So that's like you just want the instant gratification. Your friends invited you. You were excited. You wanted that instant gratification. So if you wait and you think about it, you think you take 10 10 seconds to think about it. Like, you know what? There is a greater reward for me if I finish this assignment. I'll have better grades. Or if, you know, if it's a career, you know, you'll earn more money by finishing that assignment. So So the importance of delaying gratification and not chasing gratification. I thought that was so important, especially in the age of uh, technology where we're all, you know, kind of honestly addicted to social media and we just scroll up and down and up and down. I know you hear this all the time, but we waste a lot of time on social media, guys. And it's all because of instant gratification. It's because we get an instantaneous good feeling about it so we keep doing that okay so we're gonna dive in here we're gonna go into self-mastery and discipline right so so understanding your own habits and behaviors can really help you in you know elevating yourself and getting to your goals faster right So he talks about how procrastination and gratification can be our biggest enemies. We we always think there is all these outside events that are preventing us from reaching our goals. But it's usually just 
our own um, habits, our own behaviors, our own patterns. He's talk, he talked about how important it is to pay attention to our patterns and other people's patterns, you know, with our relationship with them, in regards to our relationship with them, so to speak. Um, so he said that <clears throat> procrastination and gratification can hinder us from achieving our goals, which is pretty obvious. And this is what I was saying earlier when I was saying that I don't think human beings are rational at all. We all know what to do, guys. Everybody knows what to do. Who doesn't know what to do? We all know right from wrong, right? We all know what to do, but we do not do it. So if we're so rational, if we're so robotic, we would do it. We will definitely uh, be like, oh, no, danger, move away from procrastination. But we don't do that, right? We just procrastinate. Um so he uh, he was saying something about how we can prepare ourselves emotionally for obstacles in order to not run away from our goals. Because sometimes it's fear, right? We're all afraid of something, of the light. We're afraid of shining. We're afraid of failing. But, you know, there, there are going to be obstacles in the way. Whether you achieve your goals or not you're going to have problems in life i much rather have a rich person's uh, problem than have a, par- a poor person's problem like my goal is to become a millionaire that's my personal goal so i don't want to stay in a poverty mentality and basically i'm trying to get all of us out of that because i'm not out of it Com- i am out of it <laughs> i'm not out of it completely yet I'm getting there. I am I am working towards there, which is why I'm doing all this podcast to you. So he was saying uh, there was uh, something else that stood out for me is how our culture, our culture can affect our ways of thinking. And that is so incredibly important. He calls it cultural, cultural logic and art and genetics those are the two things that really you know affect our habits and our ways of thinking so um if we were so rational our culture wouldn't impact us as much but it does it does incredibly well impact us um so let he was saying something about how in order to succeed right in order to succeed we want to determine our habits we want to we want to change our habits what habits are you doing that are propelling you towards your future or delaying you you have to make a list i cannot stress enough how every single book that i've read about self-development and every motivational speaker, every successful person that I have listened to, I cannot stress you how much they talk about journaling, the importance of writing things down. I know you've heard it before, and I used to just ignore it. I used to be like, yeah, whatever, I wrote it, I wrote my goal, whatever. But it makes an incredible difference he even put in here that it's one of your accountability tools so you can either 
have a friend or a family member or somebody, your mom and dad, as your accountability, uh, your account accountability partner, or you can use your journal as your current as your accountability partner. So journaling, writing things down that really really helps to to keep yourself um, focused on your goals to keep yourself going you know um, so let me see here so guys we are going to take a quick break I'm gonna take a quick break here and I'm gonna be right back okay just stay tuned thank you so much for listening in guys we are back thank you so much uh for staying uh thank you for listening so we were talking about writing things down right so he was saying the importance of writing things down so basically how do you break negative patterns and thoughts we all have negative thoughts right but we some of us don't know how to get out of it we don't know how to. I always say, people say, think positive, think positive. But I'm like, how do you actually do that? This book does an incredible job in walking you through step by step on how to do this. And I thought this was so useful. He was saying that you want to write down not only the images and the things that you would like to experience in your life. But you want to write down the emotions. You want to write down the feelings. I was listening to this motivational speaker the other day. I think his name is Wesley Virgin. And he was saying that it's not really the car that you want. It's not really the big house that you want. It's the feeling. It's the emotion. Whatever you want to feel, you know, that's what's going to propel you to really, you know, reach your goal. So he's saying like right now, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to feel like you're a millionaire already. You have to feel all of the emotions. So that way you're in the same frequency as that thing. So you guys can meet up. That's how the universe works. So he was saying that uh, Brandon Cooper in his book is saying, write down the images and the emotions that you would like to feel. I'm going to add something else on my personal side. What I've done is I created a vision board on my phone. I used the app over and I took a bunch of screenshots on Google over OVER and OVR. So I took a screenshot from Google of all of the things that I would love that that I really want to have right now. So I have, you know, a $37 million check. I have millions and millions of dollar check. I have money, money, pictures of money, pictures of me and my lover on vacations. You know, stuff like that. You want to put the stuff like that in your mind and in your head so that you can break away from negative uh, thoughts and patterns. And that really, really helped me to get out of that. Okay, so we're going to move on here to the concept of perception. 
how we view others how we view people from other cultures how we view people people's you know behavior he was saying that perception is reality we all know perception is reality but i'm saying like he was saying that we can judge somebody based off of what our cultural norms are our culture you know if somebody is from let's say africa i'm from africa right i'm from togo africa when you make a direct eye contact with people in africa especially your elder your you know people that are older than you it's like you're being rude or you're challenging them or you're disrespecting them right but here if you don't make eye contact with people it means that you are you know not confident in yourself you're being submissive and you're like you know you're not trustworthy you're dishonest but that's not what it means in my culture my culture just means that i'm respectful of whoever it is you know so one of the challenges challenges the biggest challenges that i faced coming to the united states was looking people in the eye when i'm talking to them and a long for a long time i didn't make good friends and because my body language was so different from what the cultural norm is so people didn't gravitate toward gravitate towards me as much and some people probably thought i was mean because i didn't smile smiling sometimes can be seen in my culture as something intimidating to intimidate the other person right so when people smiled at me and girls will smile at me or boys will smile at me i was thinking they were trying to scare me off you know so it took me a long time to really get into the american culture and really get used to uh, the body language here. One of the biggest examples uh, uh, Mr. Cooper gave in the book is that in the Greek culture, when you nod your head, yes, you know how we nod our head, yes. In the Greek culture, it means no. I mean, who would have thought? Like, are you go to Greek right now? You go to Santorini, and you, you, you know, they ask you if you want to, you know, have the most incredible salad on the menu or the most incredible dessert and you just nod your head yes there you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get it you just say heck no i don't want it you know <laughs> i was like oh no that is so tragic <laughs> you know so you know every culture is different so the reason he brought that up is because he said that if we set our perceptions aside if we set all of our biases aside we would really truly just meet some of the most incredible people in this world and make some beneficial connections connections that will propel us to our goals connections that will be beneficial to our health our sanity you know relationships are so important so if you're not careful you will end up misjudging somebody uh you know for what they're not for what they're not trying to communicate you know so let's all you know approach people with some level of uh uh discernment some level of consideration saying that you know this person is not from america they might not do exactly what americans do you know <laughs> so all right so 
I'm going to move on here to the next uh thing that stood out for me which is how you can break away from manipulators oh my god i was i am so passionate about this you guys don't know because we've all dealt with manipulators i on the other hand happen to be one of the most sensitive people that i know i'm so sensitive i am so empathetic compassionate and i don't want people to suffer so what i do is i will help people just help people help 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 and then i realize some of them are just using me how many of you have been there how many of you have been where you are manipulated you're used somebody you hear somebody's complaining they're telling you oh my god i can afford this i can do that and you're like you know what i can help you with this i have been there i've been there you guys i've been there they had me you know until i read this book now they ain't gonna get me no more you know so how do you break away from manipulators First thing he was saying is trust your instincts. I know this is like you heard this before. You hear people people say trust your instinct, trust your instinct, trust your instinct. It's almost like a broken record, but it is so important that we trust our own instincts. That we trust that we have confidence in our own judgment of what we really feel. If something is wrong, if something is wrong, we feel like, mm, you know, I don't know about this person. Something is off about this person. Believe it. Believe it. I'm one of those people that try to give people uh, the benefit of the doubt. Don't do it. Believe what you're feeling because you will end up regretting a lot of stuff. Okay? So another way to stop manipulators is to develop a high self-esteem a sense of self that you are viewing yourself in the best way possible how do you do that how do you do that you do that by quieting your 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 inner critic we all have this voice inside of us she is you know i don't want to say it but you know what i'm saying like she's she's so critical of you oh my god you're doing that you're doing this oh my god like don't do that oh my god like it's that voice that nagging voice inside of you you said we must quiet that voice down how do we do that how do we quiet that voice down he said honestly when you hear the you know the beat mouth just running 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 you just just say out loud you can just say out loud stop just say stop 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 right now you're lying to yourself stop lying to me you look like an incredibly crazy psychotic possessed person when you do that but you have to be willing to look crazy and be crazy look crazy to yourself in order to break some habits you're going to have to look incredibly crazy you're going to lose your mind to gain a new one you're going to have to do that. So yes, you are going crazy. You are losing your current mindset because it's not working for you. Okay? Your current mindset is not helping you. So you are losing it. You're going to lose it in order to gain another one. So don't be afraid to talk to yourself and be like, hey, 
Stop it. Stop it. No, I am beautiful. No, the, the ship on my nose is fine. Just out loud say it. You're incredible. Yes, you say it out loud. You are the best. You're the greatest. Yes. You guys, I know this is not normal. It doesn't sound soothing. It doesn't sound like the best thing ever. It doesn't sound like what your mind is used to, what you're used to. But you're going to have to break yourself and then reassemble yourself in order to move on to the best version of yourself okay how do we develop high self-esteem how do we how do we do this how do we gain high self-esteem how do we end up looking at ourselves and seeing ourselves as the best person ever how do we do that right we do that by learning new skills by trying new things by moving outside of our comfort zone we want to avoid people and companies that put us down people that don't lift you up should not have access to you okay people that do not lift you up that don't make you feel good they should not have access to you we want to spend time with people who make us see things in us that we ourselves don't see. Incredible things. People, your friends that make you feel good about yourself. Those are the people you want to be around. You want to watch what you read. You want to you want to make sure your mind's full of what you read, what you view, you listen to. Even the books, you know, the books that you read, some of them can be poisonous. So uh, you want to exercise. Exercise is is very helpful in making you and helping you have confidence in yourself. I know sometimes I will wake up with some depressed feeling, and as soon as I go to the gym and come back, who I don't even know who this new girl is anymore. Like I'm confident to the roof. My confidence is like jumping through the roof. So I am so you know elated. And I'm so focused on my goals after I work out. I don't know about you, but working out is my one of my favorite things to do. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap up here. Uh, this is the first, the first uh, part of this incredible book that I wanted to introduce to you. Again, the book is the Emotional Intelligence Mastery Bible. Seven books in one is by Brandon Cooper. Uh, this book goes into way more detail. I really recommend that you read this because it tells you body language, how to tell if somebody's lying to you, how to tell if, you know, because our bodies don't lie. Our bodies don't lie. If somebody's lying to you you will be able to tell this book is so so useful i'm going to read it twice i'm probably gonna read it three four five times because i really want to master it i want to thank you for listening in today i want to thank you for for playing our podcast book talks with diddy stay tuned for the part two because there's so much more to learn and i really recommend that you pick this up and read it okay ciao have an incredible week wherever you are Bye-bye.
Hi guys, please don't hesitate to follow me on Instagram. I have uh, two Instagram accounts. Uh, my personal one is D underscore essay. That's D E D E underscore E S as in Sam, S as in Sam E. And then the second one is broke two underscore millionaire broke two underscore millionaire without an e at the end there's no e at the end okay so just follow me on my social media pages stay tuned i will be creating a facebook page soon for my blog here uh thank you so much enjoy your day bye